0: I just want to say I appreciate you uh, going over this with me. Um, so uh, first off, uh, tell everybody a little bit about – just tell them who you are. Let's start there, and then uh, I'll get into a little bit of how we know each other.
1: Okay, awesome. Thanks, Ron. I really appreciate you having me on, and my name is Tree Hill. I live in Huntington Beach, California. I've been a flight attendant with Southwest Airlines for about 20 years, and uh, that's part-time and my full-time job where I spend most of my time is uh involved with an all girls uh home orphanage in San Pedro Sula, Honduras. The name of that home is Our Little Roses and it's been in my life since I've uh been in high school for the most part. So for a really long time. And uh yeah, that's about it. I'm getting married uh next month and uh residing here in Huntington Beach. Hmm.
0: Congratulations. I didn't I'll be honest, I just assumed you two were already married.
1: No. <laughs> no that's that what we've been, a- been uh yeah, we've been, we've been kind of busy planning it. Uh, we're getting married down in Baja, but, um, no, we've been engaged for over a year, but we haven't officially uh, had the ceremony. So that's, uh, May 27th. So
0: it's coming up. Well, uh, completely off topic of what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> uh, it's funny. We, uh, for everybody listening to the podcast, we had a conversation beforehand where I literally said, like, this is loosely what I have in mind. And then I always just end up veering off and here we are 30 seconds in. But, right. um, I, uh, for what it's worth, I appreciate you giving me a uh, hope because the two of you are so awesome together. Like that makes me super happy for you.
1: Um, oh, thanks we, so much. We both had a fair share of some challenging relationships where I'm sure most people do. And we found each other at a time and a place where we didn't think it was possible either. So it's, uh, it's been huge. Yeah. It's been awesome.
0: Yeah. That's, well, I feel you know this is going to spin into we're going to have an entire another conversation, uh, for the podcast <laughs> that's solely about relationships and things like that. We'll
1: jump oh, into I that
0: can... then. Absolutely. Um, the, uh, so, so, the way, um, the way we know each other is, uh, uh, Sheree and Greg came in to the bar, and I think, if I, if I have this right, and this, I'm drawn from memory here, but I feel like you had one of your bags, um, from, and, and And I asked about the bag, and that was how the conversation started. Did that seem right to you?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it was. We do a a fundraiser for the girls in Honduras. We basically buy coffee from the local market, and we have my friend's mom that donates the time and material, and we make um, bags, uh, purses. Um, We have two different sizes that we do them and all of the money goes into Our Little Roses and it goes back into the local economy. So, yeah, it was that coffee bag purse that you had seen and then that started the conversation about Our Little Roses and that's uh, the way that we generate some funds and everything goes right back to the economy. It's 100% goes to the girl. So it's a pretty a pretty neat deal.
0: Yeah, and well, I mean, for what it's worth, I'm like, uh, the, uh, a huge part of my podcast is just generally the spreading of happiness and kind of finding your own. So, um, unbeknownst that it would lead into any kind of doing good for others or anything like that, um, the bag itself was cool enough to get my attention, which I think is awesome. Like, it's, it's always, I, I I always think of, um, you know, when you're trying to do good, uh, I always think of, uh, wrapping paper at Christmas time. You know, when you're a little kid in, uh, in school and there's, there's like, a um, fundraiser and, like, all right, we're going to sell wrapping paper. And it's like, um... People are people end up buying the wrapper paper from you because they're trying to do good. but It really doesn't do much for them. It's always like two feet on a roll, and it's just not a. it's like, so the thing I thought about the bag was like it's awesome because like the bag is noteworthy in and of itself, and then to find out on top of that you're doing good with it, like things like that are just are awesome to me.
1: Yeah, the bags are pretty. Uh, they're <laughs> pretty popular. I've had people at Starbucks go, so, "Oh my god, we love these bags," and they're they're trying to sell you know their coffee, and I'm kind of. Promoting a little of, you know, Honduras and and their coffee is so great, and everything goes uh, right back to uh, to the girls are little roses, and plus they're cute, and each one is handmade, they're all different, so it's, uh, it's a this is super yeah. super fun, super cute thing for sure.
0: Now you you basically said um you said it's a friend of yours mother who's uh, making them.
1: Yeah yeah she once um, and- we. Once oh, go we ahead. go over that. to Honduras and get the coffee, then we just give her the, the burlap sacks and take the coffee out and then she just uh does her magic. I could never do what she does. She's very talented. I so, guess yeah, she donates all the time and then the rest of the materials, so So what
0: um I guess I two two questions really. Um so first on the coffee. So you buy a bag of coffee, what does the coffee go?
1: Uh, we drink it. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. The coffee's then, in, a, in a separate bag inside the burlap sack, so we just like carefully right. cut, take the coffee out, and then we just store it in our freezer. I mean, it's really good. Got it. Besides, yeah, thank you, I'm purses. sure. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and then, uh, I guess, my, just from a business person's standpoint, like there just can't be that much production. So, like, if I decided today I want to buy a purse or I want to buy a bag, what's the timeline on getting that?
1: Well it just depends when she's uh up and running She just had some surgery so she's on a little bit of a back order but no there the production is pretty pretty slow for sure um and uh, we're looking to see if someone else might want to uh help her with that but um it's just whenever whenever she gets to it we, we we mail her everything and when she does a batch we get them and either we have them or we don't like right now we don't have them um she's still recovering yeah. from uh, heart surgery but um so, oh, yeah, wow. she's yeah, she'll get back on it again when she's, uh, when she's feeling up and ready. So it's not any one particular time. It's just whenever she gets to them. Right. Um, it's not our primary source of, of fundraising for our little roses, uh, by any means, but it's just a good way to put the money directly into the local hunter and economy. Um, and then 100% going into the girls and, and make exactly. great gifts. We, we, we try to yes. do that like around before the holidays and stuff. Um, cause women can put their, their makeup in it. People can use them for school, their pencils and pens. So it's just a, it's a lot of different uses. Um, people yeah. love them, and each one I mean, is different, so. Well, and um, I guess the
0: uh, – to me, I just love the full circle of it. Like you said, like like you're buying coffee from the Honduran economy. You're taking the – essentially the waste products of that coffee, um, even though it turns out to be a beautiful waste product.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. And then you're uh, utilizing that. So that's generating revenue, and then that's going back. I just love the full circle of it. That's really cool. Um,
1: yeah, I it It's cool. We even – Put like inside the purse is the story of the purse, like where it started and where it's you know gone and where the money goes to. So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty neat. Usually we sell out of them when, when we get a batch; they're gone pretty fast.
0: Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, and then uh, so you mentioned that that's not the primary source. So how do you raise funds for our little roses?
1: Um, our little roses is it is a nonprofit organization um, through. Individual sponsorships. Um it's sixty dollars a month to sponsor a child. We have seventy two girls um in the home right now. And I'm sorry, how many? Seventy two. Oh wow, okay. Um yeah. So it's through it's through uh generous people that that want to make a difference and, and support these girls and the chance that they have at life. So through through monthly um, or annual sponsorships, um, $720 a year, $60 a month, or doing fundraising events. Um, I have mine that I've been doing. This year will be my 11th year, and it's a half marathon. And we start at Mutt Lynch's, and we end at Mutt Lynch's. And we have anywhere from 7 to 15 runners. And um, the city of Newport Beach, you know, we cannot actually say it's an organized event. I say it's very unorganized. Um, and I have I mapped out the course. Uh, and it's uh, a half marathon and everybody that runs, they fundraise. Um, usually it's by either a GoFundMe or, um, mailing letters to family and friends. So I do that one event and over the last 10 years, uh, I think it's raised over, about $80,000, I think, uh, around oh, wow. there. Wow. Yeah, That's which awesome. is pretty amazing. And then there's other people, um, that do fundraisers throughout the year as well. All of the board members have to raise a certain amount, um, and Got that it. helps out too. So just individuals, individual donations, individual fundraisers. I'm working with the Sea cliff Country Club right now, trying to get a tennis match tournament approved. That hasn't been approved yet. Um, hopefully I'll have more information on that if it becomes available. Um, so just through private donations and, and monthly sponsorships.
0: Yeah. So – When do you know when the half marathon is the next one?
1: Yes, I do. It is October 13th, it's always the second Saturday of October. Um, and we have that's on Facebook too. It's uh, run for our little roses. And I'm going to be posting some stuff on there just to get that up and going since we're about six to seven months out from the run. So this is usually the time I start. Um, doing social media stuff
0: on that. Got it. And, um, I made a couple notes on those things. Uh, for everybody listening, I'll throw some of that stuff in the show notes. Um, cool. I am a big believer uh, in. I, I know you and I talked about this marathon or the half marathon before, but I'm a big believer in like actually supporting the things I support. So um, I'm gonna personally get some more information from you, and I'm gonna run the half marathon. Leg. I I loathe I loathe running. I do not like it. I do too. Um,
1: I do too. I, so, I that I but, sometimes like running but
0: Yeah. I um but I, I want to do something directly to help and this seems like a good way to to do it.
1: So Oh, Ron, that would um, be awesome. You're 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 gonna you're gonna love this run. It's um like I said, we we start at Mutz and end at guys Ice more. And my whole my whole deal with it is that you could walk, you can crawl. I mean, it's all about the girls at the end of the day. It's all about raising awareness and and raising money for them. I mean, it's it's not about the time. And and we're such a fun group. I I make rum balls, so we have rum balls, you know, to kick off the run. And um um and details, I you know I can't announce that. Too much yeah. <laughs> because of the rules, but there is one that I can tell people about the day of, and uh, yeah, it's a really fun group of runners, all all running for this this home in in um, San Pedro Sula, Honduras, which has made a huge difference. Um, and now about in these girls' lives, the girls. I mean,
0: it's yeah. How do you you said there's 72 girls there now. Right. How much does that number fluctuate? Like, like what's, a, what's a real high uh, uh, occupancy, let's call it, uh, and what's a low occupancy?
1: Well, the we, maximum um, number of girls that we can house and feed properly is 60. We've, we're seeing oh. that number. This, this past year, we've gotten some, like, six new girls in. We have a, an infant um, that was abandoned at the hospital, um, Baby Rosa, uh, the courts, hopefully we'll be able to keep her. We'll see. That will be up to the courts. But um, that number does fluctuate. A lot of the girls will leave. They get married, and they want to start a family of their own. We have girls that go to university. We have girls that are in a transition home. So the number does fluctuate, and the ages fluctuate. Um, I have some really great statistics. This home provides um, so much for the girls, like just, for instance, like 95% of the girls at our little roses graduate from high school versus the national average of 7% in Honduras. I mean, Jeez. it's this it's unbelievable. Only 8% seven? of 7, that's the national in Honduras. Jeez. I thought um, 95
0: sounded good based on what I what I knew about graduation here. Uh 7 is off like god, that makes me yeah. Okay, well that's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then another another one that I find really interesting, um, that only eighteen percent of the Our Little Roses graduates are single women with children, versus fifty three percent in Honduras. That's huge. And in the United States, thirty four percent are single women with children. And only twenty only eighteen percent of Our Little Roses girls are in that position. So we're we're making a difference. We are really um it's huge. It's We have a huge impact on the society. And a lot of the girls, they want to stay in the society and make a difference. We have a doctor of dentistry that came from Our Little Roses. Here they have a chance at education, universities. Um, some girls are in positions where they will just stay there and help out with the other ones. They might not uh, mentally be able to advance due to malnutrition and abuse. Um, but statistically, our girls are just, are just doing amazing, just Success after success story.
0: That's awesome. I, and, yeah, I mean, on some level, it's awesome that, that some of them stay there to, like, to continue the circle of giving back.
1: Yeah, they do. What the, uh, Dr. Jensky, the, um, our, the woman who uh, graduated dentistry, she uh, had an opportunity to open up her own clinic, which she did so through some private funding. And she decided instead of focusing her whole time on just making money for herself, she donates her clinic, and she does all the girls' teeth. Oh, that's awesome! And yeah, that—that's her primary, and, and her secondary is other people, which is incredible.
0: And the the girls themselves, like um, you mentioned, these statistics where you know they, that obviously this is a country in great need. How do you determine what girls you're going to be able to help? Because obviously, you'd like to be able to help everyone.
1: Yeah, and that's that's just it's, It is such a poor country. It's it's the second poorest in the Western Hemisphere. Um, and the girl child, obviously, is the one that, unfortunately, just because of gender discrimination, that it still exists there. That you know, they'll be the one that, the ones that are out on the streets or abandoned, um, with left no one left to care for them. Basically, the girls that we have are the ones that are at high risk and the most poverty um, level of girls. They are abandoned, abused. Um, um, but I, I have a hard, you know, I, I, it's just.
0: Essentially, it's based um, on how bad they need it.
1: They, yeah, these, these girls don't have a chance. Like, like, like some of the girls, they, they've never had a needle like they've had of Our Little Roses. I mean, they don't have showers. They don't have a, any place to go. They don't have a place to call home, really. And the courts do get involved sometimes if, if they are warned or made aware of an abusive situation. And they have certainly stepped in and brought girls to us. Um, but there are times where it's just word of mouth that we have a situation here, and um, so yeah. Well, and
0: so that's—I mean—that's interesting to note too. That like the the official government system, like the courts, uh, uses you as a resource. Like that's awesome.
1: Oh yeah, the home has a, has a really great reputation. They also inside the home is a, a private bilingual school. So children that do not live in the home, they pay to go to the private school inside our little roses that helps generate money. And then the girls go to school right there, and it's a sense of normalcy for them. They're interacting with boys and girls. And, um, right. So, so that's really important. And, and and then the girls are just doing awesome. I mean, they're learning how to read, write. They're learning English. Um, so they, they have a chance at life. They have a chance to change the Honduran society. One of our yeah. girls, um, she just moved over to Germany she is the first female graduate um, in San Pedro Sula for engineering, and she came from Our Little Roses.
0: That's awesome. So, yeah. to go back a few steps, how did you get involved with this group?
1: Um, through my mom. Uh, my mom started going, uh, going to church, and somebody that had been to Our Little Roses happened to be there that day, and that. Was when I was in eighth grade. So we had a picture of one of the girls um, on our cabinet. So every time we would get a bowl of cereal, and then Mom would say, "Okay, now there's there's girls, little girls in Honduras that don't even have this. So make sure you finish your cereal." I mean, literally that's how it happened. Um, and that little girl that uh, was on the poster is now working on a cruise ship and is currently over in Germany and I could not be prouder of her I've watched her grow up um, and it's just that is it's just amazing amazing. but that's how yeah. So my mother started going over there and then um, you know I really wanted to go and I really wanted to sponsor a girl and my mom just sat me down and she goes you know she goes, if you were gonna go over there she goes, you have to commit to going every year Uh, um, she said you know these girls already have abandonment issues and I want this to be, she was I'm not worried about the financial part because I had just started working myself. She goes, just make sure you go every year. So I started going. And then I was able to put my budget $60 a month. Um, and now I'm on the mm-hmm. board of directors. So it's been a part of my life, right. for o- over half my life, I mean, for sure. So That's just amazing. Would,
0: um, yeah. And the cool thing about it is the continuation of the cycle. Like your mom got involved and then – you get and that you know piques your interest, and she, she takes the time to make it. You know, uh, like if you're going to do this, this is the right way to do it. You know,
1: right? Anybody, anybody can write a check, and and, and that's really great too because we need that with all these mouths to feed right. and education and clothing. I mean, that's that's all wonderful. But my mother, I think, was just trying to instill in us at a young age that you know this is you're you're committing because these girls already have abandonment issues. So you go for a mm-hmm. year, they get close to you, and then they never see you again. well, how are they going to trust anybody? Um, right so that at, at that at the time was was important. oh it's still very important to me because I go every year and now I, I get to go twice a year, which is amazing. um I got elected to the board of directors this year as well, so um that's really exciting to like so I can ensure that the vision of the home continues I mean we have girls still coming in yeah it's, Certainly not going right. anywhere anytime soon, and we have a lot of work to do. So we just do what we can.
0: Yeah. Okay. So how um, uh, how can people get involved to help you? What what can they do do um, you know like give me a, a small scale one time to uh, obviously we mentioned like a recurring opportunity to Um, like what, what's the, your fantasy benefactor, like what, what, what can people do to help you, uh, grow our little roses and, and create a better opportunity for these girls?
1: Well, monthly sponsorship is, is, is really huge. If, if there's a way, like a couple of my girlfriends, they, they share, you know, they each do $30 a month. I mean, there's ways to come up with $60 a month. Sponsorship is something that we're down and that we desperately need there are ways to do one-time donations. You can do them online. You can help come out and support the run. I mean, there's, uh, I mean, I think that would be the, probably the top three, um, especially if it's locally. Uh, there's the mm-hmm. website for Our Little Roses is olr.org. Um, Our Little Roses also has a, a Facebook page our Little Roses. Um, we're also celebrating our 30th year of the home. Um, so that's a big one, too. I'm going to try to raise uh, $30,000 of my run this year. It's a big goal, but I'm going to go for it with uh, with that number 30 in mind. And, um, yeah, monthly memberships, online, uh, one-time donations, get on their mailing list, or anybody can contact me, and I'll be happy to direct them as well. Um, okay.
0: I'm I'm going to list all these in the show notes. Um, so that anyone okay. who wants to, uh, and um, if I have not expressed it clearly enough in, in our talk, uh, I am 100% behind this. So anyone who wants to be welcome to reach out to me too. I will get you in touch with Tree, and we will uh, will get you uh, in a position to do any kind of help you can. Um, also, if anyone wants a large uh, large amount of entertainment, you are welcome to watch me try and run a half uh, <laughs> marathon. Um,
1: I'm so excited, and, Ron. You're doing this. I I can't tell you how much I, I appreciate your support and, and you wanting to learn more about our little roses and now participating in the run. It's just this is awesome. I I'm so excited. Yeah, so awesome I
0: I, uh, I I'm a big believer in putting uh putting my actions behind my mouth. So let's let's do that. Um, awesome. And, and right. every runner, I, you have to
1: have someone to bike alongside of you.
0: By the way. Oh really? Oh yeah. That's perfect. Because,
1: I, I I have someone in mind. And people dressed in costume, and we're gonna we're gonna make it as fun as we can, and um and we'll give you more details on the run, but later. But again, if anyone wants to contact me or email me, message me on Facebook or the Run for Little Roses is on Facebook. Um, I can guide them in any direction.
0: Perfect. I'll grab I'll grab your I'll your phone but I'll grab your email, and um I'll link to your Facebook so anyone can reach out to you. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to go over all this with me. Is there anything else you want to cover uh, that people should know about our little roses? Something I didn't think to ask that I don't even know that.
1: Um, No, just, just that, you know, we, we still have girls coming in. We have girls that are graduating and I think that we are, we're in a position where it's, it's growing. And I'm just hoping to get as much support as, as I can to help continue this and, and really make a huge impact in, in Honduras and in, in their lives. And um, any support of any kind is, is always welcome. And um, I can't thank you enough for giving me the opportunity to talk about them and, and uh, well, continue I, this I will, mission.
0: Yeah, I want to finish by thanking you. One, this is oh. just an awesome thing you're doing. But for everyone else, you know, listening to the podcast, um, I just want to acknowledge that you walk into the restaurant and literally change the energy in the room. That is why I mean I love seeing you guys walk in. Uh, you know, so please, uh, uh, if there's anything I can do after this for our little resort for you, I'm more
1: than available. Please let me know.